All right. Cameras are live. Okay. Everything Hi. from here on out's fair game. You guys are ready? Yep. Yep. All right. Welcome to the St. John Alive podcast, where we are sharing stories of faith and bringing discipleship to life here in the Fenton area. I am super excited today. We are joined by these dashing young gentlemen. We have uh, Thomas and Dale and Gavin sitting over there, and we're joined again by Sarah Smith, our uh, Assistant Faith Formation Coordinator, and uh, we are talking about—we're continuing our conversation about Lent, and we are very privileged to have such a young perspective today. I'm excited to be inspired and challenged, and this is going to be a great episode. So let's dive in. We've got Thomas over here next to me. Thomas is a sports fan. He is uh, actually coming into the church at Easter, so we're excited to have him and his perspective today. We've got Dale over here. Dale Smith is Sarah's son, who uh, is an altar server here and is involved in the pretty much everything because He's Sarah's son, you and I, I remember like I, I remember being the child of <laughs> the mom that taught the, the CCD classes it's and was annoying. involved in everything. Oh. <laughs> Sometimes it might feel annoying, but you'll appreciate it later. Trust me, man. I doubt somebody beat <laughs> you. But you never there. miss coffee and donuts because you're always here. There it is. There it is. Mm, but it's not every day. <laughs> uh, coffee and donuts every day. That might get old. I don't know, man. No. No, <laughs> I probably thought the same thing. And then over here at the very end, we've got Gavin and Gavin is, uh, he's another football fan, right? You play football over there. Nice. And you're a part of our growing Catholics or flourishing Catholics, right? Yeah. Nice. And how you liking that program? I like it. You like it. It's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. You, get to, you get to do it with your parents, right? That's the cool thing about it. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Awesome. Well, thanks for joining us, gentlemen. We are very glad you're here. So, we're going to play a game to warm up, and I gave each of you you gentlemen a card. So we're going to start down there with Gavin. You can go ahead and read your card, and then everyone at the table is going to answer it, including Sarah and I. Ready, yes. set, go. What do you think you can do to make the world a better place? One more time for me, brother. Right what up there in the mic. What do you think you can do to make the world a better place? What can you do to make the world a better place? What you got, Sarah? Mm, smile more, be happy more, not so complaining so much. Mm, I'd like to see that. Oh, Ouch. Burned by the sun. You right now. Burned He's, by the sun. Yeah. <laughs> Pun intended. <laughs> what you got, Dale? He's in class sometimes, uh, too. It's, what is the funniest thing that's happened to you? I can write the guy this Ooh. right now. Ooh, are, so, you, are you skipping out on me, man? You got to answer Gavin's question yeah. first. Oh, oh We're okay. putting you on the spot. Okay, whoops. Yeah, now I get to bring I thought you. It was next. Um, uh,. What can I do to make a better place? I guess start making sure I put the recycling in the right bin. (laughs) That is an awesome start. I like that. Make sure the recycling goes in the right bin. Sometimes, honestly, it's a struggle. (laughs) Especially in the snow, honestly. Because in our house, the bins look the same. They're both white. Mine's light blue and purple. (laughs) They don't have different lids? No. They're both black trash cans and white drawers, and you pull it out, and you just got to know. It's, it's hard for the kids. <laughs> we should probably fix that. <laughs> All right, Thomas, what can you do to make the world a better place, brother? Probably just, like, help out people who are less fortunate. Awesome. Like, like food it. and stuff. With food and stuff. Have you had a chance to do that? Yeah? And w- when did you do that recently? 
What was what's the backstory on that? Like my mom helps out um in like Flint and stuff. Nice. People. Nice. Like uh North End Soup Kitchen type um, stuff. She does junior league. Oh nice. I like it. I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. Very cool. You had a chance to pitch in and, and get your hands dirty, so to speak? Yeah, a little bit. Nice. Was it a good experience? Yeah. Nice. Very good. Very good. All right, Dale, now, now oh, it's your turn. No, we got oh. Gavin hasn't gone yet. Oh, Gavin hasn't gone. You're right. I almost skipped you on your own question. What can you do to make the world a better place, Gavin? Um, stop teasing my siblings. <laughs> stop teasing your siblings. Wow. That's Oof. That's a good one. That's really difficult sometimes. Never had that before. Oh, stop. <laughs> I've been All right, you ready? Yeah. All right, what you got, Dale? What is the funniest thing that's happened to me? It has got to be while I was altar serving. Once, uh, I forgot to, like, double do it because you had to, like, go under and over on um, that day. It is a while before I've had to altar serve for a while, altar serve. And it was, like, during a funeral, I think a funeral. And then, so there's a little waist thing, and I forgot to fully do it. And it fell down. Yeah. And I was oh, like, no. uh oh. I'm like, oh, oh, oh. oh you saw nothing. Because, you know, I grew up altar serving as well. And there's a lot of opportunity to embarrass yourself being an yeah. altar server. My favorite was like, it was like day one. I was an acolyte. And we were getting ready to go do the move the candles for the gospel reading because we used to stand there on either side of the ambo for the gospel. And we went to turn, and I turned the wrong direction, and I slammed face first into the other acolyte, and the glass globes smashed against each other, and Whoa. they did not break, luckily. Whoa. But it was super embarrassing because everybody laughed. <laughs> Very wow. memorable moment. So, yes, uh, altar serving. It's a, it's a tricky one. Funny stories. I like those. All right, what you got, Gavin? My brother what? pants me. Your brother pants you? Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm sure that was funny for your brother. Probably not for you. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. What you got, Sarah? I don't know. Mm, how about you skip me and I'll come back around and I'll think about it. All right. This is youth group tactic. We'll come right back to you. <laughs> All right, Thomas. Go ahead. What's your, fa- your, your funniest story? Um, like one time in class, I was not paying attention. And now we were doing popcorn reading. And I was totally zoned out. They called on me, and I would know where we were, like, no, like, idea of, like, where we were reading. Oh, no. <laughs> so you got caught on the spot. Yeah. Zoned out. Bomber, man. That's pretty funny. All right, Sarah. We've all, we've all gone now. Yeah, we've all <laughs> no, Did you I come up with anything? Well, I guess you did your altar boy server one. What about Gavin? <laughs> yeah, he went. Um, okay. I guess I could do one about class. When I broke my finger. All right, playing soccer. And everybody was like, okay, so like in a game you broke your finger? And they're like, how did you do it? And they were all like, there was some epic story where I scored a goal and they're thinking that's what it was. And I was like, no, actually I was messing around with my brother and like he threw the ball at me and I caught it with my hand and I didn't catch it very well and I broke my finger. And everyone's like, you broke your finger because somebody, you caught a soccer ball. And I'm like, yeah, it was cold out. That's, like, your defense. And everyone was, like, laughing at me, like, the whole class. Because then my, my because I was this was in college, and we're in class, in geography class. And the teacher, like, made a whole thing about it. So then he called me broken digit for, like, the rest of the term. 
Broken digit. He's like, broken digit? What do you got for us back there? Broken digit? <laughs> Added layer of embarrassment because you're such a huge soccer fan. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. That's a little a, brutal. <laughs> well, the thing of it was is that no one even believed me that I actually broke it until my the next day my finger was like the size of a sausage. Ouch. Hey. Ouch. Yeah. What I'm do you like, think over there, Thomas? Have you ever broken a finger? Mm-mm. No? Yeah. What about you, Gavin? Never broken a bone. Never, never broken a bone. Me either. What about you, Dale? Have you ever broken a finger? An arm? Nice. Nice. And he's broken a collarbone. Ouch. I think I broke my toe once. (sighs) Those hurt. That was was up for debate. (laughs) I broke an arm and an ankle. Ouch. An arm and an ankle. How'd you break your ankle? Oh, I don't even remember. (laughs) It was forever ago. Sports injury? You're like doing epic tricks on your bike and you... I don't. I think I remember my arm. I like someone pushed me and I fell right on it. Oh no! <laughs> so, yeah, That's isn't that the worst? worst? Like most of the time, when you actually break a bone, it's never anything like epic or serious. It was in grass. Bone. It's just like <laughs> it was on grass too. Yeah. yeah. Ouch. <laughs> I got scared off a playground that was like let's see, six, ten feet, eleven, twelve. Yeah, you were on the playground. And yeah, and some kid went boo, and I was like, what the heck? And I was like, whoa, because we were playing tag. And I was like, it was like zoned in. I was watching the kid. I was like, boo. And then I was like, and then, whoa. And then I fall off. And then I tell them, hey, I broke my arm. Help me, please. I can't feel it. And they they came over and they they said. (laughs) The playground aides. Yeah, they brought me to the office and they called my mom and said, Get this child out of here because he keeps no, crying. Said, they're like, like, can that? you come help him stop crying? Because he's he's having a hard time getting over it. And I'm like, the I, fracture in his bone. Yeah, <laughs> and then awesome. to took one look at him, and I was like, oh no, he's he's actually hurt. Nice. All right. Very nice. What else we got? All right. Uh, last question. It is with it, Thomas. If you could invent anything, what would it? What would you invent? What do you think? Hmm. I know what I want. Like a self-folding, like for your laundry, so you don't have to oh. fold your laundry. Oh. Laundry bot, I second that. That would be amazing. Seeing as how I was literally bath. up until like ten thirty last night folding laundry. Hey yo, it's pretty brutal. Laundry folding robot. What about you, Gavin? I would make a world peace machine. A world oh, peace right. machine. Yes, I, I how like would that, it. How would that work? I want to. Mm-hmm. It would just spew world peace. Problem solved. Wow. I like it. I like it. World peace. We need a little bit of that. Yeah. We need a little bit of that. What about you, Sarah? I'd say shower bot. I hate cleaning the shower. Oh, cleaning the shower. Yeah. The toilet. The whole. All the bathrooms. (laughs) Yeah. Gets me out of the chores at least. There's a theme going on over here. (laughs) Cleaning stuff up. Well, he started it, and then I was like, oh yes. (laughs) Definitely get the chores done with the robots. I like it. What about you, Dale? I would do some, like, a robot that would kind of, like, you would ask. It wouldn't even have to ask it. You wouldn't have to say a word, and it would just go, scratch wherever you're itchy. And you wouldn't even be able to notice. You'd just put it on your body and go. An AI back scratcher. (laughs) That's amazing. I like that. I like that. That is definitely a good one. I, uh, so when I was your age, Probably a little bit younger. I really, really wanted a flying bicycle. So I actually tried to build one. 
uh, I I built the exoskeleton for the wings, and it sat in my father's garage until last year, <laughs> because it was it was kind of fun, like it was kind of cool that I had done that and built it. So it sat in his garage, and um, when I moved here to Michigan, I hung it from his garage ceiling for him because he was actually out on vacation when we. We're getting ready to go. So I hung it for him. When he came home, he saw it, and it was awesome. So when they came to visit this uh-huh. last year, he brought me the wings to my flying bicycle. So I'm still sold on the flying bicycle. I think it's a thing. So someday I'm going to make my bike fly. <laughs> I don't even think I own a bicycle right now. but uh, you know, <laughs> A flying wheel fly. modulator or something like that? Yeah. I like it. I like it. Awesome. Well, thank you, gentlemen, for participating in our goofy little warm-up game. Sweet. So we're talking about Lent. Lay it on me, gentlemen. What have you been doing in your various programs, right? Because you two are in, in Flourishing Catholics, right? And you're in a modified tutoring RCIA program that's designed just for you, right? So yep. how have you guys been celebrating Lent? Let's start with you, Gavin. Praying, fasting, and giving. Praying, fasting, and giving, right? Those are the pillars. I love it. So how have you been doing each of those three things? Um, praying, I've been trying to learn more prayers, Um Fasting, I gave up candy. Very nice. Ooh, <laughs> that's tough. Giving, giving more time to Jesus. That's awesome. Like donating your evening to come and chat on a podcast. Yeah. I love it. That's cool. So what's one cool prayer that you did not know before that you know now? Hail Mary. A Hail Mary? That's a, oh, dude, wow. that's a powerful one. Yeah. That's a powerhouse of a prayer. I like it. You could have said like the rosary then, because <laughs> technically that has... Oh. I don't know. It's got lots of Hail Hail Marys in it. That's right. Absolutely. It's just a thought. That's awesome. What about you, Dale? Um, I'm going to say in the Flourishing Catholics, we learn about, well, we do like activities and like we do little things for like other people. Like we made notes for the seminarians and we play games sometimes and then we do, like, drawing, and then we do little activities with, like, what would you say that? How would you call it? Uh, I think what you're trying to talk about is the, the four activities we've done for giving, flourishing. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. the first week we did, we made holy cards for the seniors in the nursing homes, mm-hmm. and Sister Mary went and delivered them, right? Guys remember that? And then on the second week, we wrote the letters of encouragement to the seminarians, right? Who did you guys get? Do you remember who you, who you wrote to? Oh, man. I don't. I wrote to the one guy that came in. Oh, Jake. Jack. Jack. Oh, that's like the 19th time she's gotten his name wrong. <laughs> it's Jake. <laughs> it's Jake. Oh, you did. Oh, Jake. Is it Jake Abot? Because I wrote to that guy last year. Yeah, you and you wrote a prize in yours. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I wanted to, <laughs> okay, I was just kind of like, I had my cards and I didn't know what to do with my Pokemon cards. I just had a couple and I didn't know what I was going to do with them. I like, just had them laying around. And I was like, I'll give it to somebody. and see, we'll, see, we'll, see, we'll see what happens. I wrote it. Here, prize. You could take out of it like this little taped little box so it would stay in. And nothing yet. Uh, it's just, I want to see what, what will happen. It's a little mystery. <laughs> and then last week we gave um, to Jesus our time. So we did the Stations of the Cross. Remember that? Yep. That felt yeah. like a century. 
It felt like a long... Yeah. All right. Praying, praying through the stations. Maybe that is tough at your age. Yeah. I'll admit. Three-fourths of the whole class. Nice. Did you guys take turns leading it? Yes. Nice. Yeah. No, what we had it? we had little tiny tea lights and well, the battery-powered ones. And they extinguished them as after they did it. Nice. So it got... Supposedly the room was getting darker and darker, but it was a lot of sunlight coming in. I was a little that, That's annoyed. a good problem, sunlight. Yeah, we'll take it. Yeah. We haven't had a whole lot of that yeah. lately. And then this week, we gave time to each other by playing games. That's what it was? That's oh, it was. I had no clue. I was thinking of something else. I was like, what was this week? I was thinking, I was like, what, what involves games in each other? Yeah. That's a good one. I was just like. What about you, Thomas? What do you think? How have you been celebrating Lent and learning about Lent? This is a this is kind of a new new thing for you. Yeah, nice. definitely. I've been going to like mass to learn about it. Awesome. Each- what's what's something that you did not know about Lent that you know now that you're like, oh my gosh, that's kind of cool. Like how long that you fast for, actually. Nice the the whole forty day deal. Yeah, or like, like it. Because I didn't really know much about Lent, like going into this, and a lot of stuff. So I like now know. Decent amount about it now. Nice. So, so what do you know? Lay it on me, man. Because sometimes teaching is the best tool to learn, and I always, I always learn when other people teach. So, like you'll give up something that's like pretty important to you for it. Awesome. And why, why do we do that? What do you think? Because like, um, Jesus like had to fast for forty days in the desert. Nice. So we we're kind of emulating what mm-hmm. what yeah. Christ did in the wilderness. Yeah, yeah. I like it. I like it, man. That's some deep insight. What grade are you in again? Sixth. Sixth. I like it. Good stuff. Uh, so what's the, what's one of the other cool things that you're doing? So we're talking about prayer, fasting, and almsgiving, right? Mm-hmm. Have you, is that something that you've been talking about too in your program? Yeah. Nice. So what are some of the ways that you've been do, uh, diving into each of those? Like in the readings, I think there was, there was a little section about like his um, how he fasted. Nice. And how long did he fast? Forty days. Forty days Mm -hmm. that's a long time to fast have you ever fasted for 40 days yeah but what about water (laughs) he fasted from food right fasted he didn't like starve himself oh (laughs) oh i was like wow how did he survive count the sundays it's 46 days it's very true yeah someone's someone's been counting over there that always threw me off as a kid i was like wait a minute what is all this business about 40 days of lent it's actually 46 Mm mm-hmm what, what are the Sundays like, Gavin? Mini Easter's. Yeah. They're like Ugh. mini Easter's. I like it. Well, you you tell everybody in that class, and nobody else knows. And I always I always take a break and let somebody else say it. Perfect. I always let somebody else say it. It's this is kind of a symptom of having your your mom be the catechist. <laughs> Sometimes no. you have to take a break and let the other kids answer. I remember being there. I guess sure. We get there. <laughs> the Wednesday class definitely. <laughs> They shoot out the answers, don't they, Gavin? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They shoot them out. Very nice. You got some questions for us, Sarah? Um, you work with these guys every week. Yeah. So, Thomas, why don't you tell us a little bit about your story of how you decided to come into the faith? It's like I was just, like, very interested in, like, the Bible and stuff and just, like, religion and stuff. So I, like, kind of had, like, a passion to, like, start doing, like, like get baptized and stuff and learn more about it because I was, like, pretty interested in learning it. I thought it was, like, a pretty cool thing. That's really awesome. And he just asked. 
And then, because your sister inspired you too, right? Yeah. Yeah, his sister, tell me about who your sister is. My sister, um, she goes to Powers, and she's in the process of becoming Catholic, too. That's really awesome. Mm-hmm. And so, talk about where you're in your brother and your mother. My brother is um, getting baptized the same night as I am, Easter Vigil. That's and then my mom kind of also, like, helped me get into this. She, like, set it up and stuff and has been helping me, like, become baptized. Mm-hmm. Yeah, her mom, your mom's getting confirmed at Easter Vigil. And your dad comes with us to class sometimes. Too. Yeah. Yeah, and he, we, we make him read, too. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. Cool. So what was that what was that first step like when you decided you wanted to go ahead and do this and, and you started to dive in? What were how did you feel? I was um pretty happy. I was excited nice. to learn more about it. Nice. And so what was the first step for you? What was the first thing you started doing and and what was that process like? Um I started coming to the classes and like it was kind of confusing at first, but after that first class it was definitely like knew like I could probably like I, I was confident in myself in doing it. That's awesome. And man. understanding stuff about it. That's awesome. I love that. Confidently walking in, man, at your age. Mm-hmm. It's admirable. I appreciate that. What about you over there, uh, Gavin? Yeah. Why don't you talk about um, what are you doing at home? Do you have something? I've been doing a Lent book. Um, we've just. Me and my mom have been answering questions about, like, um, what we're going to do for praying and fasting and giving um, and, like, questions about what Jesus did, um, why he did it, and all that. I've been hearing a lot about these books that that you've been circulating with all of your various groups, and I like it. It's really cool. His book's slightly different. Tell him about... What it's like. Give it like a daily description of what it is. Um, we do one each day, um, and it's like a countdown until Easter. Nice. I did those. That's really awesome. Yeah, and there's like a fun activity every day. It's not just all in just reading the scripture part, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're not painful, are they? They are not painful. They're fun. <laughs> nice. What was the most fun one you've come across so far? Um, that's kind of hard. Because they're all so fun. Nice. Um, well, I know that the, what one fun thing that you're going to have at the end of the book. Spoiler alert here. Uh-oh. Lay so it on, on us. Holy Saturday, there's a recipe, and then you get to make resurrection oh, rolls. Yeah. Those nice. Are, those are tasty. I hope you, you make them. Don't you melt like marshmallows inside? Yeah, like a little bread. They have marshmallows. Can we make those this year? Yeah, we can. All right, let's go. You ready? It'll be fun. It'll be fun for him. Nice, very nice. What's been? What's? House? How about the most challenging step or day in this uh, devotional you've been working on? What was one of the most challenging ones for you? I don't remember the exact day, but um, it, it was doing uh, what could I give up other than what I've already given up. Ooh. Adding on top of the list. Yes. Nice. And so what'd you do? Um, I went on video games. You gave up video games? Ouch. That's hard. I don't man. even have video games. <laughs> <laughs> that's hard. 
How's it going for you? Giving up video games. Hard. Is it difficult? Yeah. I've had it for about three months for me. Well, guess what, Gavin? We're we're more than halfway through Lent now. Yeah. That's awesome. All right, Dale. We've picked on everybody else. Lay it on us. What are some of the things that you're doing right now that are, are different and new in the Lenten season? I guess we do like different projects. Like the seminarian one, but that wasn't that's not different, but we we always We'd never do, I've never done, I've never seen them do the senior thing when we do the encouragement to seniors. We seem to make the new classes more appealing to younger people and allowing more people to learn about the new Catholic faith. It's awesome. I like it. What about when you did stations? Oh, yeah. I was an altar server during that and... Somebody was really slow. Uh, what? True. I was reading. What, the what was your role as the altar server, Dale? Because sometimes the stations, like they feel longer depending on what you're holding. Because if you're holding the crucifix, stations feels really long. <laughs> but no, if you're no matter candle, what. <laughs> if you're holding the book, it's like okay. You just hold a little tiny book. Like somebody probably seems pretty fast. But when you're holding like a candle or like the crucifix, I was holding the candle. It really, I don't think it really changes anything because it was faster for me. It was in probably the same speed. Um, and when when they're holding the crucifix right now, it's like really top heavy. So when you're holding it, it's like. <laughs> Gives you a core workout and an upper body workout. Yeah, it does. Sometimes. It's, it's kind of annoying. I had it last year and I was. I thought like the book was heavy. It was like it's actually like if you think about the red book that altar servers hold at the beginning of mass when he says let us pray, it's it's like maybe eight pounds. For real. It's it's heavier than it looks. Nice. And the Lenten cross crucifix is way bigger and heavier oh, than the normal one. It's like forty six pounds. What? Yeah, they said it. It was like forty seven or forty six pounds. Dang, you're gonna be ripped by the end of Lent, dude. Well, I don't really normally do it. Oh, <laughs> they never let me anymore. It brings a whole new meaning to that song. Lift high the cross. No? <laughs> he was running because he was like, this is so heavy. I got to put it down. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I was leading the stations, and he's saying I read the stations too slow. I think I was saying I was articulating. Oh, everybody knows that how slow you are at most things. Some grown-ups might call it reverent. Did you have dyslexia <laughs> yeah. that day or something? No. Were you super dyslexic? <laughs> you said like three letters long. Like three I was just... Long. No, Dale. You said like... It's, all right. it's a lot of pressure Family when you're up there reading reading the, uh, so the stations in front of everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're standing right in front of the heaters. And when I did it last year, I my throat like absolutely just dried out. Like all the water left my body halfway through and I'm like... Ugh. Yeah, it's so difficult. That happens yes. for me Next right time now. I think I might have a little bit of water like in my pocket or something. Yeah. Because it is, it's tough. Yeah, you don't realize leading those stations, that's a lot of pressure. It is so dry. In front of the whole church. Yeah. On the, up on the altar. It's like mega dry up there. And something funny that I always do when I space out during mass sometimes, I'm like <gasps> listening to. You don't do that. You're always attentive, aren't you, Gasp- Dale? Yeah, I'm thinking. I'm actually <laughs> thinking about the gospel. I'm listening. But I sometimes, like, when I'm on, I'm thinking. I'm just staring at the ground. 
while my mind is actually thinking about it, but my eyes, there's like little rocks, there's marble rocks in them. And sometimes my eyes, since I'm like thinking, my all my like brain is like thinking about something else. My eyes are looking at the rocks and they make shapes and like people. Oh, on the, the yeah, terrazzo floor? Like phases. Yeah. No, oh I. God, faces. I may or may not do that too. <laughs> it, it entertains you for a little bit and after a while it gets boring, but still. Not going to lie. We use, there's like certain colored spots in the floor that we use. Yeah. Like you would like do, um, what do they call that when you're on stage and they do the marking on the floor? I think that's what it's, it might be called marking. I don't know. Probably. Yeah, I but there's know. like there's like rocks every like six feet or something like yeah. that. Yeah, like yeah. black. Yeah, we use certain ones for certain things. Like there's a certain one that Father's chair sits on. So every time I move them for something, I have oh, to make sure I put it back. I know what you're yeah. talking about. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The awesome. Stuff you don't really notice unless you're all the way up there. <laughs> right. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Very nice. Did you know that about the floor, Gavin? <laughs> I'm Why are we talking about the church floor? I'm so hungry right now. Good yeah, me too, man. Me too. <laughs> I agree. Maybe no, we should maybe we should give this episode a wrap. What what else? What other thoughts or um uh notes of of encouragement, uh anything, feedback. What else do you want to say before we we uh, dial out here for the evening? Or maybe like what's your favorite part about being Catholic? Yeah. That's a good one. Gavin, you got one? I'm good at Gavin's got one. My favorite part is learning about like what Jesus and God did for us. It's awesome. What's the most profound in your head? Like when you think about what Jesus did for you, what's the first thing you think of? His sacrifice to get rid of our sins. That is pretty significant, huh? That's that is awesome. We like to talk about that. I love talking about that one. I talk about that one all the time with my youth group. Also, you? you made me hungry when you said rap. I did. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking like a Chipotle rap. I was like, what does he mean? Does that is mean? why I use that expression because now food's on the mind. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what about you, Thomas? Well, I'm not Catholic yet, but, like, it's just cool to, like, learn all the stuff that they've, like, Jesus and God have done and, like, how much they, like, would sacrifice themselves. Yeah. And, like, how cool that, like, he fasted for that long. Yeah. This is some pretty cool stuff uh, when you really dive into the life of Jesus. Have either of you come across your favorite, or all th- any of you, come across your favorite Bible verse yet? Do you have one? I don't think so. I don't have one yet. No, not yet. Not yet. Yeah. It took me a while to get a favorite because my relationship with the Bible was like, oh, that's a big book with a lot of words. <laughs> Very what long is your stories. favorite? But as an adult, I've come to to appreciate John sixteen thirty three, right? Where mm. Jesus is preparing his apostles for the the upcoming persecution, right? He's they're getting ready for the passion. And um he says to them, In this world you will have trouble. But take heart, I have overcome the world. I call it the divine mic drop. And it's yeah. for me, it's like, it blows my mind every time I hear it. But some people are just like, huh, what? My, I absolutely I, love that verse. Because if you think about it, it's like when you when you come to look at the challenges and the trials that you're going to face in life, you don't have to be worried about it because Christ has already overcome that thing through his sacrifice on the cross. It's a pretty sweet deal. Well, right now, my favorite is, oh, you can go, I guess. You can go. Okay, my favorite Bible verse right now is gotta be the fishes of men one. I forgot what it's called. What was it? What is it? You don't. The fishes of men. You don't even have to cite uh, chapter verse if you if you yeah, just know remember. the story. Lay it on us. Uh, 
it is, but I know it's all about the fishes of men and preparing them about what they're going to do and spread this crazy word of God to everybody. Yeah, crazy awesome. Go out and make fishers of men. Big responsibility, honestly. Or I will make you fishers of men. That's what Jesus says. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. My best friend's dad, well, stepdad, has read the Bible ten times. Nice. Crazy. That's quite a feat. I think I've only made it through mostly once. Well, did you know? <laughs> through, scripture, through scripture class, we went through the whole thing. There's a couple chapters that we skipped. but Every two years, you, know. you go through the Bible once, technically. Three Beca- years. Well, three years. Three, three years. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. Oh, the holy number. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Awesome. That's if you go to Mass every Sunday. That is if you go to Mass every yeah. Sunday, yep. Which yeah. is super important, unless you're deathly ill. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. What about you, Thomas? Is there a favorite? You don't have to cite chapter and verse, but is there a favorite story from the Bible that stands out to you? I thought um, there's a story where he's, um, I forget, they're, they're leaving a city and Jesus, they lose him on their way back and he's they find him in a temple, yeah. you know, like learning and like staying ahead with everybody. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, they, they, like they went back and they found him teaching in the temple. Do you know how old he was? I think he was 13. Yeah, he's about your age. He's about your age. That's pretty mm-hmm. cool. Can you imagine teaching in a temple? Can you imagine yeah. teaching in a classroom with like five people? And they're probably like older than him, honestly. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Yeah. That's a cool story. I like that. I like that one too, finding in the temple. Yep. Good stuff. All right. Well, thank you, gentlemen, for taking some time out to come and chat with us about Lent about your journey into the church, your journey through the church, with the church, um, and this this Lenten season. So it's been an awesome discussion, and uh, we are looking forward to continuing the conversation in the next episode. So tune in for that and check out all the previous episodes in our Lenten series. We've got all kinds of good stuff going on. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for tuning in. Like, subscribe, follow, share it with your friends, and uh, we will catch you in the next one. Have a good evening. <laughs>